giving a fuck, it was your fucking birthday. You and your feelings, I just thought it was another Thursday. Now imagine me, cop blocking niggas, on some dry shit. I don't want you on a bitch, believe you wouldn't have been invited. And if it wasn't for me, same week you'd have been invited. You off the ends, not the talk, I guess that made my friend excited. Hmm. Now y'all in cahoots, okay. hmm. you a pussy boots. You shot a 510, bitch, with a 22. Talking about bones and tendons like them bullets wouldn't pellets. A pussy nigga with a pussy gun in his belt. And he in the back sitting, he keep calling me a bitch. We all know the shit I could have came back with. He talking about his followers, dollars, and goofy shit. I told him, you're not popping, you just on the remix. Huh. Now here we are, 2020, eight months later. And we still ain't got no fucking justice for Breonna Taylor. Any nigga on that nigga side is a clout chaser. A bitch who he fucking or a hoe that he paying. Uh. Imagine me. <laughs> Imagine me entertaining you fucking goofy ass niggas and you fucking goofy ass bitches. <laughs> Left me alone, I grew up amongst a dime breed Inside my mind, couldn't find a place to rest Until I got that dug like tatted on my chest Tell me, can you feel me? I'm not living in the past, you wanna last Be the first to blast, remember Cato No longer with the seat the seats Call on the sirens, seen them murdered in the streets Now rest in peace, is there heaven for a G? Remember me, so many homies in the cemetery Shed so many tears uh, I suffered through the years, and shed so many tears Silly. I like to take men to the end for two milli. Do 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 
that's an audio daily double. Rappers need to fall off just the same in the trouble, yo. Watch your own back, came in and go out alone, black. Stay in the zone, turn H2O to cognac. On Doomsday, ever since the womb, till I'm back with my brother went, that's what my tumor say. Right above my government, Dumoulin. Either unmarked or engraved, hey, who's to say? I wrote this one in BCDCO section. If you don't believe me, go get bagged and checked in. Cell number 17, I'm under the top bunk. I say this not to be mean, was bad luck or pop junk. Pop the trunk on C-side for punk, leave him left scrape. God forbid, if ain't no escape, blame my left take. Definition super villain. A killer who loved children, one who is well skilled in destruction as well as building. While Sidney Sheldon teaches the trife to be trifer. I'm trading science fiction with my man, a live lifer. A pie pipe, a holler, a rhyme, a dollar and a dime. Do his thing, ring around a white collar crime. Get out my face, asking about my case, need toothpaste. Refreshment, monkey style nigga to death Dope fiends still in their teens. Shook niggas turn witness. Real men's mind their own business. That's the difference between sissy pissy rappers is double dutch. How come I hold a microphone double clutch? COs make rounds. Never have ox found on shakedown. Lockdown. Wet dreams of Fox Brown. On doomsday. Ever since the wound till I'm back where my brother went. That's what my tumor say. Right above my government cumulate. Either unmarked or engraved. Hey, who's to say? Doomsday. Ever since the womb till I'm back to the essence, read it off the tomb. Either engraved or unmarked grave, who's to say? Pass the mic like past the peas like they used to say. Some MFers don't like how Sally walk. I tell y'all fools is hella cool, her ladies from Cali talk. Never let it interfere with the Yeti ghetto slang. Nicknames off nipple and tip of nipple metal bang. Known amongst hoes for the bang bang. Known amongst foes for flow without no talking orangutans. Only gin and tang, guzzle out a rusty tin can. Me and this mic is like yin and yang. Clang, crime don't don't pay. Listen, you, it's like me holding up the line at the kissing booth. I took her back to the truck, she was uncool. Spitting all out the sunroof, through her missing tooth. But then she has a sexy voice, sound like Jazzy Joyce. So I turned it up faster than a speeding knife. Strong enough to please a wife. Able to drop today's math in the 48 keys of life. Cut the crap for his rap. Touch the mic and get the same thing an A-Rab would do to you for stealing. What the devil, he's on another level. It's a word, no a name. MF, the super villain. the fly. 
vibe. Yeah. Your boy been immortalized. Yeah. Yellow M5 glide like water slide. Yeah. Black trench like the taker. Black tent so they can't make us. I fly the plane better than time proves. Drive car like Dale Senior with my feet up. Lotus pose like Shiva on the floor for the fight with my seat next to Cheetah. I told that motherfucker roll the weed up. Please. Yes. I might not be able to touch my toes, but I will still fuck these. Since I taste it, working at hot plate, cooking in my homeboy basement, and Labo knocked up. Coke off the table, that nigga wasted. I showed him the new straps, the AK with the green laser. I'm on some street shit, baby, baby mama tweet shit. Just stir up my haters. I'm like, why she wanna stick me for my paper? But fuck it, that's life. It's what you make it. One day you gon' meet your maker. Kobe died, I swear a nigga might cry when I watch the Lakers day. All our mamas would watch us, boy, we was neighbors. But how you look a nigga mom in the face? When you shot a baby, I got skeletons in my closet right next to Balenciaga. Call me Fred DiBiase, garages a million dollars, my naga. Yeah, it was just the way that God be planning shit. I drop a load and take a load off, that's load management. And the last lap, I dropped the hoe off and bagged a Spanish bitch. Put out the dick, she snort the coke off. I'm living lavishly, yeah, okay. <laughs> bitch, nigga, you know what it is, baby. Yeah. Tell you from oh. go, tell you from the get go. You ain't gotta go home, but you gotta go. And that's all, folks. <laughs> Ta-ta now. I'm tired of all this dumb shit of people being kind of closed in and just thinking all that shit. Yeah, it's not good for us. This is really making us worse people, yeah. if we're being honest. Because I think even the health department was like, yo, the way that we treated the lockdown was kind of mm-hmm. kind of bad. How we did it. We just shut everything down. We fucked up everybody's immune system. Because I remember at the start of lockdown, like I was kind of sick. And I was like, I know this isn't mm-hmm. the Rona shit, but I know I'm sick for some odd reason. Yeah. And then people were like, oh, yeah, because you're not able to touch things and all that stuff and i was mm-hmm. like that is true not getting no vitamin d yeah all different types of just things. locked in the house i don't know i feel like everybody was listening to one platform and going exactly by that but there's too many platforms going against the others yeah and what the fda was telling us was one thing and then another mm-hmm. so there was too much back and forth at the very beginning so the rest of the fucking year, nobody knew what the hell was going on. And we didn't even know how to approach it because some rules were so extreme, but then other things were so laid back. Mm-hmm. You know, we're on a lockdown, but the malls are still open because we need money. So you need to shop and just mm-hmm. don't not not everybody can stay in the store, but everyone can stay in line in stores of the same mall still. Yeah. Made absolutely no sense. You know, we can still have we can only have this certain amount of people in the store. But you guys can just walk around the mall all willy-nilly. I didn't see nobody taking temperature checks at the entrances of the mall or count how many people are in that shit either. You yeah, because when I went to go um, see Ant, yeah. 
I was talking to the manager that I used to know and like, yeah. you know what I mean? I used to work with and we're just talking. There was no temperature checks. It was just like, oh, there's too many people. Okay, now you can come in. Okay, now you can come in. It's so weird. It's like a fucking amusement park ride at Disneyland. I just can't wait for people to feel... I just can't wait for my ability to walk around with no mask. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is funny because I don't know if I told you this, but I told uh, Daniel this and I think I told a couple other people because my girl said I'm kind of like a closet racist when it comes to mask. I don't follow. It'll make sense. Okay. So... A closet racist is like, uh, I know what a closet racist. You know is. what I mean. So like, you know how the closet racist is like, yeah. okay, whatever. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't fuck with you, right. but I can work with you, and I'm just right. But once I get home, I'm not about it. I feel like that's respectful, though. So exactly. So in a sense, I'm more respectful, or the way she yeah. wanted to push it, because she was like, I know it's a huge extreme, right? But I was like, do you understand me? I was like, I get it, because. I don't like wearing the mask all the time and people can complain to me all the time about how, Oh, how dare you not want to wear a mask? I don't like wearing the mask, dude. That's just me. I don't Um, like it either. I just don't really care. Yeah. You know? And, and how it is, it's like, I will do it when I need to. So when I'm waiting in line, Mm -hmm. I'm not having the mask on, but best believe when it's, I'm the next person up or I'm about to walk into the store. Mm-hmm. Then I put on the mask. As yeah. soon as I get out of the store, I take off the mask. Yeah. I go to my car and I'm fine. Yeah, I feel you. I love, have a little hand sanitizer in the car. Wipe yeah. it down. And I just do that because not even for the, you know, coronavirus shit. I just realized, yo, I, I kind of need to wash my hands just a little bit more because motherfuckers is dirty. Yeah. If there's one good thing that's come out of all of this, it's my hygiene game has definitely stepped up, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's overboard. I think no. there's motherfuckers out there that are every other 30 seconds, <laughs> you know, gotta wash my hands, gotta, gotta clean the surface, gotta wash my phone. Yeah. I definitely wash my phone more now. I, I used to never wash. The, I maybe did it twice, you know, this whole time. Cause it is kind of gross to yeah. think about something that's always getting touched, but never clean. And it's going everywhere. Yeah. It's in your pockets. I mean, it's over here. Granted, it's over there. that I've never gotten sick from anything before, and that type of I've been doing the same thing for years now. Maybe my immune system is thanking me by keeping it on its toes. Yeah. But there's some things, you know. I was always a frequent hand washer. That's kind of what you do in barber school. You know, you just want to stay clean. And mm-hmm. I think that's another reason why I just view hygiene differently before all this. Anyway, is in barber school they make sure you're a sanitized master. Yeah. Um, but that's just for my barber shit I mean when I'm home and everything everything's still kind of clean but you be peeing on your hands hell no but I definitely could be washing floors more you know mopping sweeping Mm -hmm. I think since I don't have a carpet anymore I just think oh hardwood's fine you ain't gotta do nothing to it but then you start seeing spots and just dust everywhere you're You're like like, oh man where's the this shit just don't stay clean (laughs) you know but it is um, should we start? Yeah, we start now. All right. You want to intro this or you mean? I can introduce. Go hey, what's going on, y'all? Welcome to the Open Mic Podcast. Happy New Year. This hey. is your co-host, Rue Kage. First uh, Kage of, uh, I'm not thinking right now because I'm kind of <laughs> nervous and anxious, but it's all good. I'm the first Kage, the village hidden in the clout. And I got the main guy, the number one Kage of whatever village you rep, Mr. Uh, oh, Michael. <laughs> there you go. 
It's a new rule. It's a new year. <laughs> I don't give a fuck if I messed up. I'm just going to keep going. Episode 15. I was really trying to get that information. There you go. Oh, are we on episode 15 already? <laughs> episode 15. I came in late. I'm sorry. No, you're good. There I was like, go. wait, what episode number are we on? They going to find out. It's on Spotify. Spotify, Apple Podcast, uh, I think Google Podcast. And soon to be YouTube once we get the whole uh, visuals and videos everything's set up i'm still anxious so if i sound stupid don't worry about it <laughs> once once we get like a little uh a solid space to actually put some sort of production behind yeah i yeah. think it'd be good yeah. i kind of want a whole setup like a like a living room type of setup you know what i yeah. mean where we got our own little couches yeah things in the back you and, know you i'm know? i'm trying to really like i said on the last one i'm really trying to figure out how to get my own spot so yeah. once i have my own spot then living room space hey you and me are in the same boat I got yeah. seven months to find a new place to live. Oh, the, you got a time limit? Yeah, that's a little more personal, so we'll talk about that after. Yeah. But I feel like it moves this year. I have my personal time. I mean, I guess it's yeah. like time limit on time limit. But, but yeah, I was like, I was just like, yeah, I'd like really got to do it, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You. Just for the healthiness of everything. Yeah. But how's your New Year's going? Uh, On pot, how's your New Year's going? I mean, I wouldn't. I don't know. It's, I'm three days in here. I don't really know what's going. Nah, but um, I thought we left that shit over there. Right, we're nine days in. We're nine days in. Nine days into the new year. How are you feeling? I'm surviving. Okay, I'm still here. Okay, um, I am not, you know, in my shower right now in the fetal position, just crying, which mm-hmm. I was earlier. But you know, I'm good. Honestly, I feel the same way. I feel blessed. There's a lot of things that I have that most people don't. I try and think about that. I try and just make sure you know. I'm good mm-hmm. with the people around me. Mm-hmm. I, I really just try and focus. And I told you this beforehand. What's good? Yeah. Because when I start noticing on all the bad things, all the things that maybe I can't control or, you know, can't fix right here, right now, I just try and, um, you know, just try and still be positive through that. Obviously, we're going to have our ups and downs. Not every day is going to be good. But yep. I still fo- I still <laughs> focus on that positive shit because... It's just better than loathing and negativity all day. Yeah. I still yeah. do, but it's at the beginning of the day when I can't get out of bed. Mm-hmm. So I <laughs> I have my little sad bitch moment at the first 15, 20 <laughs> minutes of the day. I get up. That's your daily routine? Usually. I get very <laughs> sad when I wake up. I'm like, oh, I'm still here? Sad. Damn it. No, I'm just kidding. But um, I thought that dream was real. For real. I'll be having some lit. Why do you have the best dreams when you're depressed? You ever notice that? Yeah. You have... Because you don't want to wake up. You don't want to be in the real shit. So your brain's like, what like, is the like, best possible scenario for us like, to be oh, in you tonight? This. I'm flying. a blessing tonight with the dream. Yeah. So I have, I, I usually have like my superhero like dreams when I'm like, oh, I'm not feeling a hundred. Yeah. Do you ever have dreams where they like you, uh, they're like sequels, like you dream one lit ass dream one night and then maybe a couple weeks to a month later, you continue that same dream maybe i feel like i definitely have because i usually have like very vivid dreams and sometimes yeah. it's like i'm almost in that same universe yeah um but i don't know if it's like the sequel right if that makes sense i feel like it's like Probably oh maybe i'm taking from that dream maybe but, i'm pulling yeah. some elements from it and or i'm like in a different perspective mm-hmm. or in a different part of that town yeah i think it's weird man i think we all have very similar dreams with very similar you know topics mm-hmm. because we all think very alike because we're human mm-hmm. but we just fill in spaces that you know are more um 
you know, I guess spe- specific to our lives with the people or who yeah. we see. I think it's crazy when I see pe- people in my dream that I've never seen before in my life. Yeah, you're you like, know what oh. I mean, I'm like, did I just, you know, were those some motherfucker on the street that have I just had crossed a, one time? Have you had a dream where there was like you were talking to somebody and you're like, I haven't talked to this person so long? Yeah, that happens a good Do you amount. reach out to that person? Never. Really? No, I reach I out to that to. person. No, I'm in a relationship now. I don't need to be hitting nobody up I dream about. Yeah, it's weird because it's like I always like if I've hit somebody up, I'm like, hey, yeah, this ain't me being weird. I usually do this preface. I usually do this. Yeah. Um, You remember my dream? This is what you were doing. Like, yeah. like I remember there was this one girl in my dream and I was like, dude, I haven't talked to her in like so long. Right. And I said, hey, you're in my dream. No weird shit. I just saw you. You were talking like mad shit. It was funny. And then, like, I went about my business. And she was like, yeah, that sounds like me. I was like, but hope you're doing well. Like, I don't know. It's funny. I used to do the exact same thing a couple years back. Everybody just thought I was trying to smash. Yeah. They usually just think, oh, it's it's a funny, like, easy way to come into my DMs because we haven't talked in a while. Mm-hmm. I'm like, nah, man. So even if it's genuine, I just don't do it anymore, you know? Yeah. I remember back then when I was single and, you know, I did want to get uh, specifically like a female's attention that I already knew trying mm-hmm. to get attention before or maybe it was somebody from my past that I've already kind of been with and mm-hmm. not I would definitely try and stir up some shit when I'm under the influence because what do you mean I don't know you know just, like what do you mean stirring up some shit not like, like you, drama. you you fake the dream like oh you're in my dream not like that one time we where I smashing. fake my death yeah no it was more oh on the God. lines of Hey, just, you know, I'm drunk right now. I, I would say some stupid shit. Like, I'm depressed, you know, if you want to talk. Mm-hmm. Just shit to reel him in. I said, oh, he's going through it. Let yeah, me give him some you know, sympathy pussy. I just, I started realizing how toxic of a person I used to be. Mm-hmm. But that person was still pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> say, hey, but he was lit. He you was kind of cool. I miss him sometimes. But I also love who I am now. But mm-hmm. I miss him. Mm-hmm. I think we all have that a little you bit. You like put them on the shelf, and you're like, oh, man. you know, no, nobody's perfect. We all have that part that is okay with fucking somebody over, mm-hmm. just not others. Mm-hmm. But you know, um, should we get into today's topics? Yeah. yeah. Well, just to let you know about my 2020. Oh, so, I'm sorry. Or my 2021. I, how was it? I'm bitch. sorry. Yeah, I am selfish. That's one no, thing I gotta cool. work on. No, I mean, I, I feel like I'm on the same boat, except I'm more of on a decline of how I'm feeling. Like maybe if you. you start the year off shitty, you can go up from here. Yeah. Um, I felt like doing the the 2020 mix definitely took a lot out of me, mm-hmm. and even before that, I was not really feeling um too enthused or uh, too inspired to do some shit. Yeah. So you know, it's been hard. It's been hard to get inspired. It's been hard to stay motivated. It's just like everything going on, really going through right now. So yeah. you know, um, I'm pushing through. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had a conversation, um, obviously off the pod. I was like, yeah, I really need to get my head figured out. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like it's weird (laughs) right now. Specifically, it's super weird because, you know, going through going through it as a whole fucking sucks. Mm -hmm. But going through it during a pandemic and a civil war and uh, uh, I don't know if that fool's getting impeached or not. But, you know, just. Who else? Trump, you know. Oh, um, I mean, I think technically he's. I think technically now the whole reason why that shit happened on the sixth was that was the day that Biden became like, oh, that's the president now. No, it's the twenty first that happened. Well, I think that's the. Um, it's kind of like you know when you you're married, like you get married in a courtroom, and then after you have the wedding. 
the reception or the reception or whatever uh-huh. i think that's what that is oh it might be honestly i didn't spend so much time paying attention to that i paid more attention to these <laughs> honkies just Honkish. destroying the fucking capital them crackers them crackers but um no i thought what the six was um it was congress coming together to see if they all agreed that there was no um fraud or whatever any no like fake i'm so bad with politics bro i don't, I, I I don't care about none of this shit I, we have two different ideas on what's going on for the six and that's the problem with this fucking country is everyone has a different idea of what's actually going on because there's so many different places telling you just like hey what's going on (laughs) yeah so i don't know we probably could be right we could both be wrong you could be right i could be i don't know all i know is that the motherfucker is on that what was it uh january 6th was the way to start off 2021 (laughs) It was so crazy. I was just, well, my thing is, is I was just at home. I was just like chilling or I just got back from work and I was like, all right, well, you know, like I was in therapy. Let me go. What's on. Uh, wait. So did you see it while you're in therapy? Or did you see it after? During and before. Because I was working out. Mm-hmm. Then I got on my phone after I was working out. Saw crazy shit. Mm-hmm. Went into. Because you got to think about it. Washington, D.C. is like three hours ahead of us. Yeah. So. Even though it's happening like right now, it still happened like three. I don't know how time works. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, it's like relatively. I, I I think I know what you're saying. Like, yeah, they are three hours ahead, but they're still living. But it's in the happening same at the time. same time, right? Yeah, because they're just like, oh, that should happen in the future. But I just heard it three hours prior. I don't know mm. how it works. Especially mm. like you can't ask me this shit when I'm stoned right after I work out. Like I was <laughs> tripping the fuck out because like, damn. This hasn't even happened yet, but it's about, to, but it's, it already happened. No, the way shit. I see it is it's literally happening and that's just it. Yeah. I mean, that's, I, that's the way I go about time. Yeah. You know, I say, I talk all this shit about social media usually, but I do thank Twitter for keeping me updated fairly, you know, because Twitter is the only place you can really go to, to get answers right then and there. Yeah. Uh, maybe a slight bias to it, but still get some sort of like mm-hmm. picture. Yeah. And you can kind of form like, okay, this is what's going on. Yeah. It's easy to weed out like who is, um, who's on what side. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, you easily. easily tell where the information is from their from. Instagram handle to what they just say. You yeah. see that one guy in there, that one black dude who was <laughs> on Twitter. He's like, I'm looking for the stimmy room. <laughs> <laughs> so, nigga was just in there just for the vibes. <laughs> I was like, I knew there was one dude that was gonna do that. Oh, just man. some clout. She's like, look at all those white people. I'll be the only. But I don't think there was a single black person that. That's a lie. I think there was probably like a little because you know there's that like little a group handful. of black people that like are Trump supporters and everything like yeah, that. Yeah. They're like the Jacksons. Mm. They just, <laughs> oh my they just stay together and shimmering everywhere. Blacks for Trump. I'm like, no. Yeah, I saw a video and it was uh, it was like a whole bunch of people saying fuck BLM and it was like one black dude in there. I'm like. His hair was looking bad, and there's like, I know he don't got a barber. Why is it always, you know, because I know I'm not allowed to say certain shit, and I'm cool with it. Go ahead. Let me know what I can say then. I about to say. Oh, the coons? Yes. Got you. That's who I feel. Because that's <laughs> mad, who black Twitter mad says coonery. That's what black Twitter says they are. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what Dr. Umar Johnson calls them. Does he really? Yeah, he's like, look at this coonery over here. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I like him a lot. I respect him. He's a little overboard sometimes. Oh, mad me. overboard, but I love it. You know, but uh, like, I support him. But if I ever met him, I'd have to not be enthusiastic because then he turn it on me and says, he, like, 
why are you so happy to yeah, see me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, people your color shouldn't be smiling. I'm like, yeah. okay. All right, man. And what's funny is I'm so cool with that type of talk to me because yeah. I don't fucking care. Like, hey, man, it's cool. I, I get like, it. Hey, man, this is your cause. <laughs> I'm here to support. Hey, I'm going to go over here. Hey, I'm, I'm a fuck, snow cone. I'm going to fuck with you. I'll be here. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. Because you know what? I'm not like one of those people that have the same skin tone as me where I'm so quote-unquote supportive and woke and mm-hmm. trying because there's so many white people now that are just about the cause which is great i rather for the cause and against it you know what yeah, i mean obviously but it's so forced mm. some of them you yeah. know and it's just like you really still aren't aware of certain issues and topics you just want to be so supportive which is again not a problem but you need to know how to be supportive because some people like, oh, you know, you're just trying to be a hero. You're trying to take away the spotlight again. Mm-hmm. And no matter what, someone's going to fucking hit you with, oh, you're just doing this for that. You're always going to have a hater no matter how pure or how genuine you try yeah. to be. Yeah. So um, it kind of like what you're saying, it kind of reminds me of this one person I used to work with mm-hmm. um, way back in Vans. And I was just talking about this maybe like last week mm-hmm. uh, to my tattoo artist because he's a white guy. Yeah. And like, I'm a light skinned dude. So yeah. it's like, on the surface, it's like, oh, we shouldn't talk about taboo shit. But we were talking about politics and everything. And we agree on certain things of like, well, honestly, on most, if not all things, it's like, yo, you can be this side, this side, but be cool about it. But how you're saying about like, people are trying to be super cool and overcorrect what they're doing almost. Yeah. It can, the way I can see it is if somebody's trying to be too on my side, it's like, what the fuck is really going on? Because this one old coworker I had, the first day I met him, he was like the new person. He was the only new person on the schedule. So I said, oh, ah, fuck, I forget his name at this time. Oh, his name was Tyler. So I was like, oh, you must be Tyler. He's like, how did you know I was Tyler? I was like, well, you're the only new person on the schedule. You clearly are wearing a Vans outfit that you look like you work here. I've, I'm the manager. Nice to meet you. I'm Michael. And when I go to shake this nigga's hand, this guy tries to give me a dap and all this other shit. And I was he's like, a, he's a white dude. Okay. I just said nigga just to say nigga. I know, um, but sometimes you got Claire. No, I know. <laughs> he I said, wait, hold on. Trying to dab me up, but I wouldn't let him. Why would you let him, Mike? But yeah, I hear yeah, you. Yeah, so this white dude, so I just go, because no matter what no matter what race, I'm going to give you the handshake. Guy or girl, I'm going to give you yeah, the handshake it's formal, first. It's like first interaction. We don't, we don't know how yeah. you like it. I don't know how you like you know what I mean? Yeah. So I go for the handshake, and this man tries to dab me up, and I'm like, yo, what the fuck was that about? Mm-hmm. And then mind you, there's a... um. Latina ex uh, woman working and she's on her 10 minute break mm-hmm. and she's like hi my name is so and so nice to meet you and he's like hey nice to meet you and I think he tried to say like chica or some shit so we're like yo he's and see that's the thing it's like an overcorrection experience mm-hmm. he's obviously trying to be I guess respectful Maybe not really. I think he might think of it as that. Yeah, like I'm just trying to be like with you guys. I'm you trying know, to see where you're at. But he's taking stereotypes that he probably found online mm-hmm. and is trying to execute them in the real world. So he's probably better accepted and he wants to make. And that's the thing, though. Mm-hmm. It's a trip because uh, somebody on uh, Twitter, I was through a TikTok, but they posted on Twitter. Mm-hmm. There's this um, black FedEx worker, dude. He said it perfectly. He's like, there's white people. And then there's people that just so happen to be white. Yeah. And it's like the white people are bigots. You know, that's who we're really talking about when we say white people. Because mm-hmm. obviously not everybody that looks white is fucked up or a bad person. It's a good amount, of them, but not all of them. Yeah. And um, a person that just so happens to be white can be seen as an ally, can be seen as a neutral per- person yeah. that just, you know, living their life, but still treats everybody respectfully. Yep. 
Um, it sounds like that that dude is kind of like in the middle. Oh no, he's not in the middle. Let me tell you. Okay. I was waiting for some shit like this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This dude, and this is like maybe months now that he's been working there. Mm-hmm. This is Obama being president. I think this was like probably his last year of being in the as president. So like twenty seven. No, twenty fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, no, no. What? No, because I was a manager at that time. Because what Trump didn't get twenty sixteen to twenty twenty. It was probably like twenty sixteen then. Yeah. So around like twenty sixteen, and um, he's like, oh, you know. I forget how it even came up. I don't even know what the fuck happened. Okay. But he's talking about how black people are in power. Are in power? We're, we're in power. You know what I mean? Or are in power, we're in power. And I said, let me touch on this topic. And I was like, and I'm not going to get too into it right mm-hmm. now. And this is like me telling him this, not even for the pot. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why do you think that? He's like, well, we have a black president. I was like, so that just solves all the problems? Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, yeah, because you guys are in the power now. And I was like, no sir i was like because if i were to go around town and do whatever you do i would be harassed i would be stopped i would be possibly in handcuffs i was like i don't have the free will to do anything and just get away with it right there's still a lot of people behind um obama he can't do much because he's black i was like and if we're talking about numbers there's a lot more white people in the government than black people. So technically, you guys still have power over us. Like 90%. There's, and then he's yeah. just like, no, but you know, and I was like, look, we're not going to continue this conversation because if we continue this conversation, there's going to be one person walking away with their feelings hurt. And I'm a guarantee that's not going to be me. Yeah. So get back to restocking those socks, please. Yeah. Because I'm the nigga in power. <laughs> <laughs> there's only one in power. There's only one it's in power. Here at Vans. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. It, and that's what it comes from still is is um you know just not being educated being naive yeah not really having a small perspective of what the world is and that's what a lot of white people have is they have their little view on how things work for them mm-hmm. but they're not nearly diverse enough to realize that everybody on all different types of spectrums um you know, just live different lives. Yeah. You know, they, it's so, and what's crazy is I think white people are the only types of people that really don't experience race. I'm not saying no white person experiences yeah. racism. I, I think they just really here anyways, they don't really experience it. Like how racism is experienced by everybody else in the country. Like racism and because um, it, it, if you think about it, there, there's a rank of who gets treated worst mm-hmm. to okay. Obviously, black people like blacks and Hispanics. I feel blacks like and Hispanics get treated the worst, but ultimately, black people do get treated the worst out of everybody. I feel I don't know, like it's always so hard to see which one though, because I always but you like, gotta you also have to, have to think about it population wise. Yeah, yes, there okay. is a grip of Hispanics and Latin people in America. But there's also a shit ton of black people from, you know, years of slave trading and all that type of shit. Very true. Damn. I don't, you know, and uh, it's always I, so hard to be like, which one gets the worst end of the stick? Because they both do. And that's the thing, though. It's just the same thing as um, I don't know if you ever heard this 
like no, nah, fuck it, you right? Because I know there's a lot of Hispanics that can get away with like being in white passing. And also, Hispanics say the N word a shit ton. Oh, it's so weird. There's a lot of people that say the N word that shouldn't say it. Okay, it's kind of funny though because I try to get my girl to say it. <laughs> I had to because uh, I'd be like, "Hey, just say nigga, just say nigga. It's cool, man. It's cool." Yeah, I still have black friends that don't I'm, care if I'm I a say dick. it. I'm a dick for it. I and, don't know it. And that's the thing. It's fine. It's fun being a dick. But um, there are some genuine black people that don't give a fuck if you say it mm-hmm. but then the majority gives a fuck if you say it i always say hey, so just don't say i'm it. like it's cool if you say it in a respectable way don't come disrespectful and don't say it everywhere else you can yeah. say it enclosed don't be out in public and be like if oh, you're I'm making a Nick. joke and it's not part of your regular vocabulary if you ain't coming from a negative place with mm-hmm. it it there's a time and a place for literally everything. Yo. And I don't think you shouldn't say a word your entire life. It just depends on the context of what you're talking about. Because yeah. obviously if I'm reading a book out loud, like uh, To Kill a Mockingbird, and that word, which is in there a bunch. Really? Yeah, yeah. I don't remember that one. Um, I love that book. It's a great book. I um, hated that, reading that book at uh, fucking high school. I like the books you read in high school. Mainly for the fact, even though they were all written, most of them were written by like racist white dudes. Mm-hmm. I'm into history. I feel like I like so, Fahrenheit, uh, Fahrenheit 451 though, because it was kind of like futuristic, mm-hmm. like a same with 1984, which is not super real, uh, futuristic, but for the time it was written, it was, and mm. we're kind of almost living in it. Mm. Not to so much the extent the book is written in, but we have a lot of similarities from the book to now. Yeah. So, um, what were we talking about? Uh, oh yeah, just, just white people not saying or just, other races just saying shit. Just in general, um, there's so many rules now, though. If you think about it, I think that the rules, I'm not saying that we shouldn't have rules and that nothing should be implemented to like make feel make people feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we need to stop having to stick up our ass for every little single thing. And we need to start focusing about more what's happening in, in front of you. If you want to get on a racist that's being racist in front of you, cool. Mm-hmm. Then it's fine. It's I fine. think the thing is like it's... To say what you're saying about we have so many rules, I think it's extremely emphasized because of social media mm-hmm. and how much restrictions and how all that little bullshit goes on where you're just like, OK, I guess I have a free speech, but I don't have a free speech. Mm-hmm. And then you can get into constant arguments about shit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's crazy is social media has to um, they have to cater to every country and their uh, speech laws and mm-hmm. shit. Not every country has freedom of speech. Yeah. Very true. So those big corporations, those social media companies need to tailor to those countries as well. Mm-hmm. That's probably why you don't see a whole lot of people spreading their opinions from other places besides the UK and New Zealand, places that are already kind of like, free. Yeah. You know, a lot like, of the world's suppressed. Oh, yeah. Most of the world's suppressed. I'm t- we're lucky on where we're at, but in other places, we're lucky, but we're not. And that's, I think, what mm-hmm. it is for everything. We're lucky for certain uh, situations, but we're not lucky for others. Yeah. I'm lucky that I grew, I, I fucking was born this color. I guess in some eyes, you weren't that lucky that you weren't. But at the same time, who fucking is to say what's lucky and what isn't? Yeah, very true. It's just weird, bro. All these fucking rules that people are trying to have us think is the way of society and shit. It's just like, bro, this shit's going to be different in a hundred years anyway. Yeah, probably in like 10. In 10. If he, you think what we're fucking talking about is relevant right now, it ain't going to be shit in the future. Yeah. If people, it really doesn't matter. People go back to this in like, what, 
even like what five years ago, and be like, "Wow, well, that's how it was like that." Mm-hmm. I'm gonna come back to this in five years, getting embarrassed. Shit like, was look at that <laughs> you know. But it's so frustrating because it's the whole rules and regulations. I can't because I told you this, and I'll reemphasize it on the pod. Mm-hmm. I posted an Instagram little video, and it was yeah. one of those little face filters, and it said, "Which Star Wars character are you?" Um, and it goes a little ding, and it goes that I'm Darth Vader. And it comes up the red lightsaber and the little music. And in the little bottom of the right, I said, I'm going to kill these crackers now. Jokingly, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, this is like, what, day two or day three after uh, July 6th. So it's like all the hiding of all this information going around and all right. these white people going acting up and all this shit. Um, and I post that and probably within five to 10 minutes, that shit get taken down. And it's like, this is hate speech. This is this and this and that. And I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. I'm like, eh, if you don't stop with this bullshit and all this argument, I was like, what happened with the freedom of speech? Yeah, I should have used honkies. I should have used another word instead say, of crackers. If you, I, I'm gonna give you a word that you can say that no social media platform knows. Uh, just say howly. Howly. Howly is Hawaiian for outsider, white person type of oh, shit. I say that everywhere i'm literally using, everywhere can i get so i have your blessing yeah well i don't care i'm not I, I don't even know if i'm hawaiian enough but i'm from there so i'm gonna say it i don't even know if i'm black enough <laughs> right and see what <laughs> comes down to the percentages i'll pull out my 23 and me and be like am i good am i good can it, i say it? Is, i feel like that's what we're coming fucking to is like everyone has to have their percentages of what they are on their phone at all times mm-hmm. they say something and somebody tries to fucking ridicule them like no 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 it's cool i'm fucking 33 percent asian i can say chink or some said, stupid i got shit, it i got it know? right here i got I can it 33 i can say chink. like chink. i can't say the whole thing it's my wallpaper you know <laughs> so it's just so annoying man i don't know and to think about it if you think about it if things are going the way they are now in 10 years imagine what you're not allowed to say then Ugh. You can't even argue simple shit then. Can you imagine if imagine it gets so batshit backwards that black people start ridiculing other black people for saying the N word? Like that is the un- I've had that. Really? Oh, I've had that. So like, we that gotta stop using this show, word. And there, I said that just goes to show there's fucking crazies on all types of races and shit. Oh, easily. You know? I think that's what this whole <sighs> look, I might get some shit for it, but I think there's a good that came out of Trump being president. Oh, definitely. In There's a sense of like, everywhere. Yeah. in a sense of it showed everybody's hand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It shows that like, yeah, you kind of knew that this motherfucker was racist. Now you see. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not going to really fuck with you because you ain't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And I was talking with Ant because we were like, oh, yeah, you know, when all this BLM started, there's some people that weren't posting. Were they quiet yeah. for a reason of like, no, nah, I'm going to be quiet. I'm going to let them have their time. Or were they quiet yeah. like, I don't support it and I'm not going to get into it. So we yeah. like, mm, I'm going to watch you. You won't notice. Was I on notice? No, 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 you weren't on notice. Nigga, we know where you're at. Because I don't, I, I, my thing is, I didn't post that blackout photo. No, I wasn't going to post it either. I was like, because anything that has to do with doing everything as a big group to show that you're with a cause, I don't fucking do. It's I do all not a hand fall, job. Yeah, I do not, exactly. Same thing, as, as, as I said before, with um thoughts and prayers. I don't do that shit. No. When anything really bad happens, I send my energy that way. I hope things are good. But mm-hmm. I don't have to go on uh social, social media, media or any kind of platform to uh to prayers. state that this is crazy i'm into su- i'm in support of what just happened because you know what 
we shouldn't even be knowing half of the bullshit that be going on around the world because it's not our fucking business. Yeah, we need to worry about our own shit before yeah. we start putting our finger into something You want to change the world? How about you change what's in front of you before you try and fucking... It's like that Michael Jackson song, Black and White. What? Where... I don't remember it. Uh, I think it was saying something like... No. <laughs> but it I was basically hit. saying, <laughs> like, look in the mirror... Or it was Man in the Mirror. I'm sorry. Not black and white. <laughs> hey. Man in the Mirror. Where it's like, yo, focus on yourself. And that's how you end up changing the world. The little contributions you do to make life better for others on top of yourself is what changes the world. Mm-hmm. Not some fucking petition you sign for some buttfuck country you never even heard of to save 10 children. Talk your shit. You know? I'm Talk not saying those shit. children or anybody else that struggles around the world doesn't deserve to be saved or to be helped and anything like that. Mm-hmm. I'm all for it. But how? if you want to do that, how about you... Go on a missionary mission or some shit, whatever you call it, and, and then, go help them in front of them instead of fucking doing some shit through a screen. Yeah. You know, you're not a social worker. I always feel very iffy when it's like, donate to this. And I'm like, does it really go to that? Yeah, because all that shit it could be tax write-offs, too. It's it like, could be tax the way, write-offs, it could be fraud. Whatever. The way I see it, it's almost like, and I think we talked about it on the last pod. Um, and it's like giving money or no, we talked about it with, uh, do rag, yeah. do rag Daniel. And we were saying oh, yeah, about yeah, like yeah. giving money to people that need help. I kind of view it the same way. Cause it's like, where's my money really going? Mm-hmm. What is it doing? Mm-hmm. So when I see the little dude with the bell, like ding, 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 I'm mm-hmm. like, nah, nigga, I ain't got no money. Unless I'm getting receipts on where my money is going and who to and when, then I don't want to, I need the invoices. Mm-hmm. I want to see a photo of the food of the family. That I just fed and them eating the food with the money that I bought the food with. Yeah. I need you to see I mean? all the all the transactions. Yeah. It's like buying a star. You gonna send me a picture of which star I own? Yeah. I don't really know if that made sense, but whatever. No, I get um, you. Um it's like you don't want your money to go to waste. Yeah, ex- well, not yeah, exactly. I don't want my money to go to waste. I don't, I don't want to pay something that I think is going towards a good cause and it ends up just going into some fool's back pocket. Yeah. Just supporting the one percent. Yeah. It's fucking bullshit. Um you were saying um suppression on social media no that but nigga i got suppression you're saying that the last episode was like cancel material for us you're like man we went off Um, oh i I listened back to it as i do every episode Mm -hmm. i didn't think that was that bad no it wasn't that bad things i could have said that was worse but i will say i will explain some shit more so because i guess you wanted to the way i painted uh the aries woman and i was I was in a forced relationship and everything like that. I guess mm-hmm. that was a huge thing yeah. um, that people were getting mad at. Like some of the people that were like, yo, what the fuck? So Were people really? Yeah. Um, huh. One of my brothers being one of them. And then he was just like, yo, what the fuck? You said you're being forced and all this shit. So let me explain. Okay. Because I guess I didn't want to get too into it because I don't want to take from um, right. Jacqueline's also, episode. What, yeah, I feel you. But also what people need to realize is... What we say on here, not saying we try and lie or try and fabricate yeah. something that isn't true, but at the same time, we're speaking our truth in the moment. Mm-hmm. And that's what the beauty of podcasting is, where you can go back in the next episode. You can, you can, uh, what we were saying before we even recorded was you can not redeem yourself, but we have the willingness to realize that we're not always in the right. Oh, yeah. And we can touch back up on it. That's, like I said, the beauty of it. But yeah. Go ahead, speak your shit. So. I think it was like one of the things is saying that when I met her, I didn't like her. I didn't even want to date her. This and that. That's true. Cause right. I was trying to date. Wasn't going on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then she came in, she was kind of aggressive. She was like, Oh, what's your phone number? I want to send you this or whatever. And I was like, all right, whatever. I didn't care. I didn't think too much of it. Um, 
And I remember that a couple days later that I was living with my friend that was working at the same job that she was working at. He was like, oh, how do you like her? I said, she's cool, but I don't I don't know about her. And he's like, why? And maybe this is me being kind of fucked up. Uh-huh. And I can totally understand because we were talking about having fitness and healthy and all this shit. Right. And I said, she's kind of big. Uh-huh. And I was like, that's kind of a concern for me. And he's like, well, you've dated a big girl already. I said, yeah, just because I dated somebody big already doesn't mean I can change. I can try to date something else. I can, like, I was yeah. like, we're all human. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and I'm not trying to sound fucked up, but I was like, and then after I thought to myself, I was like, maybe I'm being kind of a dick. Maybe I'm being shallow. Yeah. Let me have a conversation with her. So, you know, we started talking and the conversations were good. So I was like, okay, this is cool. So that's mm-hmm. where we came to that agreement. So I think that's where the mistranslation was, where I just said, yeah, I didn't want to date her. I wasn't really bad at her. Then all of a sudden we're dating. So people probably assumed that I'm being forced in a relationship. Yeah. No, I had some negative thoughts and I, I put my ego aside. and said, well, let me try this. So when trying that relationship, it was cool. And after maybe six months to a year, yeah, gets foggy timelines. I was like, oh, this is kind of, eh. yeah. I don't know how I'm feeling. There's a lot of wishy-washy feelings going on. Mm-hmm um and i tried to overcorrect and said well maybe this is the problem so we moved in together yeah so it's kind of like a you know when you, a failing mm-hmm. marriage is happening so you get a pet you try to have a kid and maybe that's going to save the marriage yeah you try and do things that a healthy couple would do exactly because then you would think that that makes you a healthy couple exactly so realistically me trying to help the situation and i was like no but she's cool like i remember and Mm -hmm. i'm trying to remember on the first time and i'm not looking at the reality of it Mm -hmm. so i tried to overcorrect do all of this and it's just going even worse and Mm -hmm. i'm like yeah you know what this isn't cool and at that one point i was like okay so do i stay in this relationship be kind of like getting to a point of being miserable yeah but I have a spot to live in mm-hmm. and I'm, I don't have to wor- worry about too much overpaying of a rent because I'm paying this much. She's paying this much and my roommate's paying this much. Yeah. Or do I have to benefit myself? And I was like, I have to be benefiting of myself. I have to put my ego aside and my feelings and be like, what is right for me? And that's what happened. So when I said, yeah, all of a sudden we're in a relationship. Yeah, she was cool. I kind of I was fucking with her. But remember from the last one that I was talking about how I was dating somebody else and that one fell through. Right. Bitch, I don't know what to tell you. Don't get mad because I was dating somebody else and that wasn't the problem. But obviously, okay, I was fucking with her and this is still cool. All right. I'm not going to be hurt that this person, you know, we're not talking anymore, but this right. is cool. Keep it going. Then relationship was what it was. I started to not have feelings, try to emphasize and help the relationship. It didn't help. So naturally we broke up. Yeah. That's it. That's it. And niggas are trying to ridicule me for that. And they're like, you painted a bad picture. And I'm like, well, dude, I don't like one good benefit is she taught me how to be vegetarian and she helped me with it. Yeah. I guess that's another benefit. But when you talk about a certain relationship and I'm saying, hey, man, there's not too many positives at the end of the day and there's a lot more negatives. Yeah. Of course, I'm going to remember the negatives. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what you took away from it. That's the reason why you guys aren't together now. Yeah. What you said right like a couple seconds ago, though where you said um, you painting a false picture or what'd you say something about painting a false narrative or something like that? You said something, something, something like I that. Don't know, I was going off. But, um, it's all how people perceive it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You say something about how you truly feel about 
just because you don't bring up other shit doesn't mean that there aren't other layers to it. Mm-hmm. People are going to interpret whatever comes out of your mouth any way that their ears take it and their brain makes it fucking what it is. True. I don't know why I keep trying to say things so um, intricately. I, I should just fucking say what's on my mind. We do those problems. We do those all the fucking time. <laughs> you and me both. We try and make shit sound sophisticated. Try and make, we try and like, make up yeah, our own yeah, fucking metaphors. Shit. I'm just trying to say out what it actually is, though. You know, people are going to take in what they fucking want to take and they're going to fucking process it the way they want to process it. Yeah. So I don't really focus too much on what I say now. I mean, I do, but if anybody tries to say, well, you said that, I was like, okay, well, I'll talk to you about it, but I don't have to fucking come on my podcast or anywhere with a platform that I have and have to explain myself. That's what cancel culture is fucking doing now. It's like, oh, hey, I don't like the way you fucking said that. Go out there and publicly say what you actually meant so people can know. And I'm just like, fuck you. That's nobody's (laughs) business. You take what you want from it. I'm going to keep doing me. Okay. You know, well, I'm not talking shit to anybody that was ridiculing you either. Yeah. But that's actually how I feel about shit. No, it makes things sense. are really starting to irk me on how we think that other people have so much influence on our lives. Yeah. That we need to cater to others. Fuck yeah. that. I'm not catering to bupkis. Well, I mean, me. even, even your argument on social media that just happened. Talk about that shit. Trying to cater to others, but you were being respectful. Okay. Um... It was stupid, you know. Everybody on social media goes through the comments, gives their own little opinion, but not only just that. If it was just that and then they left it alone, I hate the fact that you can comment back to somebody. Well, preface what the post was. Oh, that's right. Um, <laughs> I guess there's a gym in town that's going to be opening indoors again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not a lot of people are happy about it. Some people are. Some people aren't. They're mixed feelings. I, I merely so. stated indoor is kind of sketch, but at least people will be able to exercise and get healthy and that will help them prevent being sick. And then I didn't get flooded. Thank you. I didn't get flooded, but there was a couple people. <laughs> I just said, you could just work out outside. Why do you have to work out inside? Huh? And then there was another person that was just basically trying to make what I'm saying invalid or adding their own little pieces of shit that i never even said to make it seem like i'm wrong or i'm inconsiderate it's stupid because that's what people do bro people gaslight the shit out of you to make it seem like you said something you even didn't to try and prove their point they said some stupid shit saying like i stated that you're immune to the virus if you work out and eat vegetables and everyone said that i just said you'll probably help yourself by doing that this is the one that took me out though she said uh, she said but it's too late to suddenly change everyone's pre-existing conditions 25 percent plus of america has pre-existing conditions and that isn't going anywhere there's absolutely uh, there is absolutely something to prevent grandma from getting the virus dot 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 stop letting it spread it's so annoying so what you can't stop anything people try and make it seem like we're so in control of our outside environments Mm -hmm. whatever outside is going to happen regardless of what we do there are things we can do to probably alter what's outside but we're not fully under like under control yeah we don't have control of everything you know even if there was we might have control of like 10 percent. i'll say yeah let's say there's a stray cat or some shit that has the virus and everything but nobody else has it that we know of Mm -hmm. we haven't fully contained it then there's an animal out there that still fucking has it yep 
You know, there it, it's just and that cat can probably give it to somebody else and then the whole thing will start over. It so it, it I was looking at it stuttering a lot right now. It's cool, um, man. It's cool, man. It surprises, it, <laughs> <laughs> it surprises me that we have a new breed of people that is scared of everything. I think they were always out there. Not like this though, dog. But but it just similar to how Trump is, everything just heightened. And then you got to see everybody and where they're at. You know how clueless Trump supporters are? Like, they're just so blinded. They listen to everything he says. Same thing with Biden. Same. Well, that's what I'm getting to is, you know, people that are so about this virus and kind of like being the Corona police on what you should or at least telling you on social media. The Corona. They're just as bad as Trump supporters sometimes, not in the sense of racism and all that bigotry, but it's it's that you're blindly following something Mm -hmm. and you're fucking just taking it for its word rather than actually doing some type of research and seeing what's actually going on. Well, not even a research, just enough to have a conversation. Enough. See what's actually being said by professionals rather than posts that you're seeing that other people are sharing. Because even in your debate, you even said, look... I see what you're saying, and I can see that. Or like you kind of just said, like I'm validating your feelings, yeah. and I get it. I no, you don't get it. That's one. That's one thing that <laughs> I try to do. My girl thought I was being condescending, which might have maybe been like 20 percent of it, but it's still through a comment or as in a regular life conversation, I'm gonna treat you with respect, mm-hmm. unless you come at me super like unless you try and basically fight me with your words i won't give you any time at that point yeah but if you're still having somewhat of a you know um a respectful not even if it's respectful if it's just neutrally conversing about some shit and we have opposing views i'll still talk to you and i'll still treat you like a fucking person Mm -hmm. it's when you start getting out of pocket and start acting all crazy and letting your emotions run rather than your actual thoughts that's when I have to cut it off because yeah. it's just like, okay, obviously you're in a state right now where you can't even understand or take in any information. But that person and everybody else was just kind of trying to tell me, like, you don't know. Why are you saying that eating vegetables and working out makes you immune? And I nicely and politely said, I never said that. I just said, try to be more healthy, take your vitamins, you know, do things that actually help your immune system mm-hmm. because in the long run, it won't just help you out with life, but it, it possibly could help you with, you know, preventing some shit. And the next comment you're about to post is, suck my dick, I was right. Yeah, that was a <laughs> hashtag. Though. That was a hashtag. <laughs> hashtag suck, suck my, my dick. dick. Have a good day. Thoughts and blessings. <laughs> Thoughts you and know? prayers. Thoughts and prayers. But, um... No, yeah, it's, it's definitely a fucked up situation that Trump and even the coronavirus has definitely heightened our opinions on stuff and definitely shown who we are like you just said like yo you what the fuck Mm -hmm. and it's the fucked up thing that it's like you can be so far left so far right up down diagonal whatever that you don't even want to listen to this other person Mm -hmm. you don't even want to converse even be in the same room with this motherfucker Mm -hmm. i'm like why every everybody's entitled to their opinion you might feel strong about this one they might feel strong about this one mm-hmm. if you guys disagree on one opinion it's fine but you're like i can't even look at the motherfucker yeah and it's funny too because then people will people that claim to be progressive uh will come at you with like well i can't i can't come to uh i can't respect someone who's a bigot or racist i was just like you can but it doesn't have to be you yeah, know, we're friends. It doesn't have to be, you know, 
oh, you know, he's a good guy. It mm-hmm. doesn't have to be any of that. It just to be like, look, I'm a good person. I'm going to respect everybody mm-hmm. unless somebody comes at me foul and then I'll mm-hmm. protect myself. But other than that, even if you have fucked up views, I'm just going to treat everybody cool because that's what helps me get through the fucking day. Mm-hmm. Nobody does that now. To like simplify it, it's all... Yeah, go ahead, simplify it. Sorry. In, in a <laughs> fucked up way to... No, in, in agreeing with it. Yeah. But to paint a picture for the people that are listening to being in the same room because I've... Of course, everybody wants to jump to an extreme. What if there was a KKK member or something like that? I'm not jumping to that extreme. Yeah. I will jump to this extreme. Food. You can like and fuck with. I, I mean, I don't know. You, you say, you know, Hawaiian and everything. Spam, right? Yeah. You love spam. I love spam. I fucking hate it. That's fine. Gross. Everything like that. Yeah. And you can feel so strongly about spam that you're like, nah, dude, it's really good. You got to try it with this, this, is. Yeah. You can try it multiple ways. Fuck that. I fucking hate it. Anybody that likes spam, get the fuck out of here. Same thing that I treat with Arby's. I shit talk anybody that likes Arby's. You I like, like Arby's. Arby's <laughs> but I don't care. am I going to not converse with you? Yeah. Am I going to be like, how dare he like Arby's? Yeah. And see, people are... Pe- but Obviously, then, it's deeper than that, motherfuckers, but I'm just simplifying that, it. But, and th- like I said, there's people that will bring up like, well, Arby's and spam are completely different than racism. And it's just like, I think people forget that they still have racist views. Yeah. You know, I think most people have racist views. It's just... Excuse this crunch. <laughs> like, for some reason, white people views and that type of racism really stings everybody yeah. because it's almost like white people versus the world a little bit for Asian. most of history it kind of has been a little bit asians asians be kind of on that racist shit too they are um but every race is though every like, race is kind of racist towards another thing. race it's, it's kind of fucked up when you get into older generations and everything like that most mostly every ethnic uh category in an old like generation since like think about it. anybody from the ages of like 45 to 80 or whatever mm-hmm. that's a big group but going <laughs> though a lot of those people though that are from different types of backgrounds they usually have some type of race um i wouldn't say racist but they have race uh here i go again with my fucking fart but my brain i can't talk today dude hey it's cool man. <laughs> i can't talk i'm get, sorry get, get, everybody get, get, get it together yeah for real <laughs> fucking feel like uh but they all have some sort of like not racist things but some sort of like race they grew up with a certain type of fucking uh living culture yeah. that has its set views on how other races are mm-hmm. because of whether history or mm-hmm. personal um shit you know like everybody but when, going back to the whole asians are racist thing i think asians and i've said this before are usually just racist mainly towards other Asians. Yeah. But they are racist towards everybody else. Everybody in the world has this weird stigma on darker skin tone people. Yeah. You know? Which is weird. You know, like if you're Asian and you're um Filipino. Filipino, they uh respect and they treasure the lighter skinned people more mm-hmm. than the darker skinned people because it is it accentuates that or it, it it's like assuming that you don't work that much because you're wealthy. Darker people work in the fields. That's why they get so much sun. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a class thing. It always comes back to a class thing yeah. rather than a race thing. But they have to try and find a way for you know regular people to be divided. And for most of the country and all the world, it's always going to be race. Yeah. But in reality, it's rich and poor. Yeah. It's but, like... Yeah, there's, you know. a, there's a better fight to do, and it's not a between the races. Yeah, I feel like everybody, no matter what color, if you got a stimulus check this year, we're all in this together. Yep. Yo, side note. Mm-hmm. 
uh, I was talking with my girl, and then we were talking about like just different races type, kind of like this, but not like yeah. as in depth. Um, and I don't know how it came up, but we were like talking about like dating other races, mm-hmm. and I was like, she looked at me, she's like, "You can date a white girl." I said, "Oh yeah, I could. That's fine." And he's like, "I couldn't date a white person at all." I was like, "She can't." She yeah, said. she can't. I was like, "Why?" She's like, uh, "I forget the exact reason, but it was just basically like." I feel like we wouldn't have any much in common or the reason was like her slang or certain things that she does. She doesn't want to over explain it because she's Hispanic because it's like what she is. So she's like almost like this is what I am. Like this is what I do. So it's like yeah. certain things that she says, I won't fully get it, but I'm like, oh, that's just shit. Certain things that I say that she's probably like, oh, that's just him, but we don't have to explain it. She, okay. So you you kind of get what I'm saying here? No, I understand what you're saying. It's basically I'm, like you don't want to, you know, when it's like you talking to somebody new and then you have to go explain every single thing. Right. But she doesn't want to go through explaining every single thing as much. Right. Just to a white person, though. I think it was like other races, but the white person came up, obviously, because it was just one think, race. And again, there's that stigma that white people aren't cultured. Yeah. Most of them aren't. And yeah. I, I get that out of the bunch and i'm not speaking about me specifically because mm-hmm. for anybody listening that doesn't really know who i am but listens mainly because look up his friend. instagram or his twitter well i don't know your instagram and twitter profile picture is no that's the thing that though it's like if you look at me if thing. you see a picture of me and everything like that there's no qu- doubt in your mind or question of like what i am mm-hmm. but if you know who i am and actually spend some time talking to me you'd understand i'm multiracial. Mm-hmm. and is that a thing it is a thing. Yeah. You're okay. multiracial. You're Italian and black. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. Italian is white, yeah, yeah, black, yeah. black, you know? I don't know. For some reason, when I heard multiracial, I'm thinking, I'm like, is this nigga talking about, like, you just flexing with the races? Like, I'll be here, I'll no, be there. But, I'm not saying, like, continue. I have all these type of races in it, but what do you call somebody that's Puerto Rican, Hawaiian, Japanese, Irish? What do you call that? A mutt. A mutt, yes. <laughs> but those are four different races put in one. Yeah. And no matter what you are, depending on how much percentage-wise your DNA or genes or whatever the fuck, you're going to come out looking a certain way. Yeah. <laughs> and that's no fault of your own. Mm-hmm. You know? So by society standards, I guess I'm white. But yeah. at the same time, I'm not white. I'm yeah. not a white person. I yeah. don't grow up with the same type of things that they do or traditions or culture. Yeah. If they ha- I don't have any of that, you know? Well, well to, to get what she was saying, though, I get it because it's like... In a sense, to get through that bullshit to hopefully find somebody that understands. And I know, that's with yeah. any race. Yeah. But she obviously feels a little bit more inclined to date somebody no, I get around it. her culture because it's like, yeah. a, you know, exactly. The needle in the haystack. For my situation. And I even what, said yeah. that. I was like, I could date a white girl, but it would take some time. I would have to really find somebody that A is not trying to be like praising me because oh i'm this mixed baby oh i'm black oh i'm this almost kind of like yeah. a um, um um what's the word a fetish yeah they're fetishizing your race you know what i mean like oh my god he's a light skin. like you know what i mean and see i so don't like know going how through all yeah that because i've known many many moons of people of pale skins mm-hmm. and you're the only one that's in my circle oh really that's funny if you think about it well i don't know the thing is i don't really kick it with your circle hole i kick it with ant mm-hmm. and then i've met your homie Vic, I've met other f- homies yeah. in your social events. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I'm not around a whole lot to see who you really kick it with. Yeah. But I know at least three other homies that you actually have that are like your mains. Yeah. And they are not my complexion at all. Exactly. So I feel you. Yeah. So that's why it's like it's a needle in a haystack, like you were saying. Yeah. So she's like, 
I don't want to go through that shit. I don't want to try to deal the bullshit. I said, yeah. I understand. I get it. Yeah. But I could. You know, not to be fucked up or anything. Um, before I got with my chick, one of the things that was on my mind. Being cheeks. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I never. Th- I know for a fact I'm not the type to really get with a white girl. Really? Yeah, no. I don't. Nah, it's it is it just is what it is. I, I can't come to fathom that. First of all, I don't find it. I've never really saw one that's off of TV attractive. Mm. Like there's a couple of white girls on television that I think are really pretty. But mm-hmm. other than that, not really. Um, so there's a there's an uh, attraction thing there. Mm-hmm. But also, I guess I do see where she's coming from, actually, with the whole <laughs> explaining shit. He said, wait a minute. Because I eat mad ethnic food. I don't know how they'd feel about it. Yeah. Um, I think you remember when you, me, and Ant actually had a meeting about starting Tooncast at mm-hmm. that coffee spot. And that white girl walked up to me. And I think it was like right, like right as the quarantine started hitting or something like that. And I like refuse. I don't know what this has to do but with what we're talking about, but it was funny and it made me think of it. So I'm just going to say it real quick and we're going back on track. She wanted to hug me because I've known her for a while. And... I, I was a little tripped out about Corona at the beginning. So I was like, no, nah, it's cool. I ain't really hugs right now. And she's like, oh, okay. Cause she's already in that mindset. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. a little more conservative type mm-hmm. of shit. Mm-hmm. I, she's like, you're one of them. I was like, eh, whatever. And then, um, <laughs> she left and I was like, the real reason is cause I don't hug white bitches. Oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> and, uh, so, you were boom. like, are you serious? And then aunt was just like, no, nah, no, nah. good man. Good man. He said, let him have it. Yeah. Let him have it. Um, little did I know there was like two white girls sitting right next to us. Oh, yeah. I, said, I didn't get that a was fuck. the funny part. Oh, oh my god, <laughs> I've done that before, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like with with what your girlfriend was saying with explaining shit though, that's gonna be with anybody because it's predominantly like obviously you're gonna have to explain jokes and shit. Yeah, everybody because like, unle- you unless you you're shit? a good unless you're good friends for a while before you start dating. You know, like me and my girl, we just jumped into it. We mm-hmm. had our first date, and that was just, you know, where we are now. So we had like to Like you never learn. knew each other? Dated? No, yeah. we had to learn. We had no prior knowledge of each other besides the first two days after we met because we met online. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess in that Dropping type of dick way, pics. <laughs> you have to... Um, he didn't deny it. All right. <laughs> but, uh, I've never taken one. I have taken many. Oh. Yeah. Um, I don't think I have any. I don't haven't done it since I was way younger. A wee laddie. Yeah, but um, what I was saying was, is when you're in a relationship like that, you kind of have to teach the person about about you while the relationship is going on. Yeah, and it only comes to that if you like the person enough. Yeah, I feel like if you like kind of like the person and you're in the relationship or you're trying to make it work, but mm-hmm. you're getting sick of explaining so much shit, then that's probably not the relationship for you. Exactly. And because, I think that's where her, yeah. her problem was. It was like, yeah, I would fall into possibly explaining too much. Yeah. This was quite the rabbit hole yeah. that we were talking about. I, I don't love even it. know where it started, but um, we were just talking about your debacle of a gym opening. Oh yeah. Up. But fuck all those negative Nancy's. I don't really care about any of those people. For man. one second, I thought you were about to say, nigga, I thought you said, fuck all them niggas. I was like, oh, oh, oh we, we there now, huh? Oh, that's correct. said that part of the podcast. Nope. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, quick little, little tangents that we had. Anything else you want to talk about? I'm um, kind of like, cool. I talked about my 2021 so far. Yeah, no. I'd be in my emotions right now. I'm, I almost cried the other day. It's okay to cry. I about. couldn't. I don't know why. I just couldn't. 
I try and find shit that triggers me to help me cry sometimes. Because yeah. I, feel, I feel you. There's sometimes where I have so much emotion bottled up and a cry would definitely let off some steam. It would help mm-hmm. a ton. Mm-hmm. And for everybody listening, crying is mad healthy. Yeah. If you feel like you should cry, cry. I cry at Blades of Glory with Will Ferrell and John Heater. So you could cry at whatever. Okay. What moment makes you cry in that movie? When they're flying off outside of the stadium and they have rockets tied to their... That, and they're just brotherly and they have love for another and they didn't have anybody else. But What, after, what was the move that they had a perfor- that, that they performed? He, it was like because the, he's the cr- legendary move that they barely did. I don't know, but he almost cut Will Ferrell's head off. Yeah, it like graced his, uh, yeah, his hair. He's crying in the interview after they just won the gold medal. He's like, I have a brother. I have a brother. And mm-hmm. I was like, I have brothers, but not like that. Yeah. yeah, so I cry at stupid shit, but it's also just because I look at I, I see a lot of fucked up shit and I don't cry at that. So yeah. it's just dumb shit. Um, but you got to get some shit. Yeah. To get you there, One yeah. last thing I wanted to talk about before we wrap things up. I think this has been a really good episode. My energy's starting to get a little better. Like I was talking about as of you guys have known or who you guys I can't still talk. Get, 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 so get that's going to that's going to come on in later episodes. What I'm, I'm saying now get, is get I'm trying to just be a little more lively because in mm-hmm. the past couple of episodes i've been getting on i just don't feel like my energy's there so mm-hmm. i'm mm-hmm. trying um before we get off though i have one last thing i texted you earlier this week because i had <laughs> I, um, I had suspicions that i might be on the spectrum the autism to autistic spectrum explain so yet again i'm I, sorry for laughing no it's fine it's <laughs> fine explain. anyway so i was actually holding off on telling you this until we got to recording so this could be your initial reaction mm-hmm. um me and my chick started watching these two shows my, my chick got me on this one show called atypical really good show on Netflix. atypical yeah okay. follows a, a kid who it's a, it's a show so it's not like a reality or nothing like that it's a written script okay, okay, and everything okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. um about a guy named sam gardner he's a 20 year old kid who has autism and it's just a couple seasons of how he goes through real life shit. It's a drama, so if you want to watch, it's good. Some but, shit emphasized a little yeah. bit in there. Um, but there's another reality show called Love on the Spectrum. Okay. And it's basically just following the love lives and how people on the spectrum um, date, how they find love and everything. It's very interesting because I've never really taken the time to understand people with autism before. Mm-hmm. Haven't had too much exposure to it. I did... A little bit in elementary school. For those of you who don't know, I was in special ed when I first moved to California. I did not know this. Yeah, short bus gang. You know what I'm saying? Short bus, shouty. Yeah, it could come out later on in life. But I never really understood it because they don't teach you whether you're growing up in the house or at school. They don't teach you about people with special needs. And I don't even like to call them disabilities because they're just altered humans. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? They just have different things. Um, And autism. People on the spectrum, people with autism, I feel like are the normal ones sometimes. Like they actually have it figured out. A little bit. Because there's, and obviously it's called a spectrum for a reason. Some people are on it more severely. Some people can, you know, have it like less. It's huge, bro. Like there's not one way of how to be autistic. It's not like one through five, one through 10. It's. But for the most part, a a lot of them have similar, you know, things about them that keep them on that spectrum, obviously. Mm hmm. They're they're so upfront with how they feel. They don't, you know, they don't put layers on things with emotions the way we do. Yeah, you know, if I had if I had autism and you're, uh, if no one, I was about to say regular, but if you didn't have autism and I liked you and I told you that, and you said no, 
then I'd be like, okay, and then I'd go on with life. That doesn't happen with people like us. Yeah. We get rejected and then we go into a spiral, we get depressed, like it affects us. That mm-hmm. doesn't really happen with I mean it could I don't want to speak for him because I just found out on Wednesday that I'm not on the spectrum. And, <laughs> this, th- and, th- and this is this this is what we're getting back to. Oh my god, okay. This is what we're getting back to. All right, okay. all right. So this so, is, I thought I was, I was on the spectrum, the, y'all. The I thought I was on the spectrum. Okay, so check it. The reason why I thought I was on I was on the spectrum. One, I was in special ed in in elementary school. Yes, I don't specifically know why. I under- mm-hmm. I remember I had anger issues, and they never were specific. They just told me I had a learning disability. Mm. So I'm actually that gonna once I'm able to uh, go to the school districts, I'm actually gonna get my records and find out what the fuck was actually I was in there for. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, you kind of bit a kid. <laughs> What you bit a kid? And, no, but uh, um, I did one time stab somebody with my pencil because they made me mad. So I did have anger issues, but my therapist uh, told me it's all because of my home life, mm-hmm. which we'll talk about, you know, on another day. Yeah, but about that um, I thought because I didn't understand social cues a whole lot growing up, you know, mm-hmm. I would say some out of the pocket shit sometimes. To this day, I still do on accident, and um completely not on purpose like my girl even says like why would you say something like that and i was like honestly i have no idea it just popped in my head um i look away a lot when it comes to conversation sometimes because i don't like eye contact like there Mm -hmm. was things that they were saying that people on the spectrum deal with and i was like i deal with that too Mm -hmm. and my girl was even pointing it out she's like you do that and i was so as we're watching these two shows just things that people have while on the spectrum are coming up and I'm relating to them hardcore. And I'm just like, you're in the deep end. Go am ahead. I on it? Am I on the spectrum? Mm-hmm. And I figured, don't just go out and start like claiming that I am unless <laughs> I get some professional to tell me. Yeah. Because then I'm basically doing what like, you know, Howleys and Crackers do where they're already claiming they have a like. Something no, bad but with I'm them. doing this. You know, it's yeah. like I'm doing this because it's so hard and all that shit. No, so we're the minority. I went to I went to a therapy on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. That's what I started off with. I was like, hey, so question. Um, I might be on the spectrum, and he immediately was like, Chris, you're not on the spectrum. I know many people. You are not. I was like, yeah, but you know, social cues. He's like, you have had a very traumatic upbringing that we're working on. You're not on the spectrum. You are actually really good with people. You you just get very timid and anxious and all regular people feelings. Yeah. You know? I mean, not regular, but you but know what I mean. Somebody without being on yeah, the spectrum feelings. Exactly. Yes. So, you know, I'm just going through it like everybody else. <laughs> I don't have autism. <laughs> this motherfucker dropped a bomb. And he's like, yeah, no. Nah. But you know what? The only reason I, I would come to a conclusion like that by myself is because of my upbringing. And because yeah. I w- they kept putting me in fucking special ed. Yeah. So it's like, yo, what the fuck is so wrong? like, well, okay, well, I was in it. I mean, obviously, I integrated and got out by the time I was in middle school. Because mm-hmm. in middle school, I was like, I'm not doing this shit no more. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll put me in the class with everybody else. Yeah. Um. That's how it was for me, not to like, oh my God, me too. But I remember like, and my dad loves to do this every time. Uh You know, uh, Mikey was such a quiet kid. He wouldn't talk at all. We thought he was a mute. We took him to the hospital so many times to be like, yo, is he okay? They're like, yeah, he just doesn't want to talk. Uh Like they'd be like, are you hungry? And I go, "Mm mm-hmm. And like shake my head. And it's like, do you want this? Mm Mm-mm. You want that? Mm Mm-mm. You want this? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's because you're a Virgo. Yeah, it would be in my head. I mean, I'm not usually the type to just blame it on the sign, but 
I'm the same way too, dude. We're, we're very similar in a lot of ways. Yeah. A lot of ways. We've been we talking just, in complex riddles. <laughs> for no reason. Trying to make it sound like we're philosophers over here. Hey man, he just sounds stupid. So like, yo, anyway. you made no sense, dude. What the fuck are you talking mm-hmm. about? Oh, my Can, bad. You ever find bad. yourself trying to make something sound intricate and like kind of smart, but then you're getting, you didn't think about it fully. And then like halfway through, you're like, oh, fuck. I, I shouldn't have really said It's anything. usually when I have to write something up and I'm like, oh, let me try to work this way i'm like that shit made no sense and see that's that's where you and i differ i'm better on paper than i am speaking sometimes no, i can't it just depends i hated english class so i would always God refuse damn. to write essays i was only good in english and history i was math good math and science were never my strong that's suit. my shit math and science punch them numbers in yeah, see. math was was fairly easy i literally had to teach myself one semester um and then obviously that math kind of caters to like chemistry and shit so i was like all yeah. right this kind of one and the same yeah but I feel that like it's always like a you're good at math and science or you're good at history and English. It's always like that. It's weird. Yeah. I don't know. But like I'm okay with writing pages on pages of like a storyline, essays and shit. And I'm also very good at remembering facts about history. Like Jacqueline always hits me with um, Revolutionary War things. Mm-hmm. She's like, because she loves that musical Hamilton, which is that's what it's uh, around. Didn't I know and that? I was like, where the fuck Thomas Jefferson at? And she's like, how'd you know he's coming? I was like, okay. I said, okay, okay. Just, okay. Just, just make sure, just make sure, just make sure it's legit to the to the history books. Yeah. I actually have a. We gotta wrap this up soon, folks. But I actually have a history book um, upstairs that is actually the real history of the country. Ooh. It says in depth United States history, and um, it's not. I don't know who it was written by, but it actually gives real receipts on the shit that's happening because we get such a watered down version in yeah. school. Yeah. You get some spark, uh, star-spangled banner type shit Same to make way. everything sound all cool and heroic. Little spark notes. Yeah, no. Like, I'm finding shit. Like, I'm very interested on what actually happened to slaves and people that are oppressed in this country. Because mm-hmm. now that we're finally, everybody's starting to come to grips that, oh, this country was built. I mean, we always knew that it was built on the backs of slaves. Mm-hmm. But we didn't, nobody ever really talks about after slavery was abolished, how much more oppression kept <sighs> this shit afloat and that shit only happened like what 100 years ago uh a little over 100 maybe that's crazy when you really think about it you're like damn there's some people that were living through this shit and got brought up like i think some people like people our age either their great grandparents or their great great grandparents were slaves yeah that's not a long time ago yeah that's mine your great grandparent or great great grandparent i think great grandparents yeah, see, that's not a long time but ago. But it's crazy, though, because and it's all, I think it's predominantly on my mom's side that um, there's some that were slaves and there were some that were slave owners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's generally how it worked. Bro. Sounds about white. Yeah, that's how that's black people with the last name Washington and all that kind of yeah. colonizer shit. Like, mm-hmm. they're technically, they're, some of them are part white, but after years of, you know, it's just different. Yeah. I honestly don't know how all that gene shit works with, you know, crossbreeding and everything. So I'm going to leave that out of my mouth. But I, um, I thought it was a good good, it was episode. good talking to you. Good episode. Yeah. Nice way to start the rest of the year. I hope everybody that's listening is having a predominantly good start to the year with all the bullshit that's going yeah. on. Just know if it is sad now, it will get better later. I'm yeah. working on that. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts. <laughs> this, this nigga really said thoughts and prayers. I can't believe you. I don't know. I mean, thoughts and prayers, but like, yo. Um, <laughs> I am praying. Don't be afraid to talk about it just because you can't talk it to your significant other or a friend. You know. If you feel like you can't even help, talk man. about it, write it down. Write it down. 
Do something. Just get it out. If you if you have so much in you, write that shit down and mm-hmm. burn it. I did that shit over the quarantine. I cried. Over the quarantine? Nigga, yeah. when? We've been in the quarantine for so long. Well, I like to say over the quarantine because oh, okay. then it's like a wide, like, so it could have happened anytime. When did he do it? Yesterday? Yeah. This isn't that two-week shit they said it was going to be. But no, it was probably a couple months ago. Yeah, okay. I tried that okay. shit out. It works. Yeah. But anything you want to say before we out? Um... I don't know, nigga. Suck my dick. All right. Cool. If you want me to clarify anything, suck my dick. There you go. That's, yeah, I mean, that's the attitude you need. Yeah, I'm just... Uh, like, yeah. I, even though we're just getting started, I'm like, oh, do I have to, like, backtrack everything? I hope not. Hopefully, everybody understands where I'm coming from. Or at least I just got to get better at painting the picture. I'll do that. Better yeah. at painting the picture. But, hey, it it's is cool. what it is. It is, bro. It's whatever. But... We appreciate everybody listening to the Open Mic Podcast. Thoughts and prayers. Um, this is going to be a good year for everybody all around. There's mm-hmm. going to be new things coming to the podcast, like we said in the last episode. Mm-hmm. We always working. We always thinking of new things for you guys and your pleasure. Yeah. Um, if you want to give us any topics to talk about, anybody that does want to chime in on that, yes. email at miguelfaring um, at gmail.com. Um, or reach us at any of our socials. Mine's Miguel Fearing predominantly. I'm on TikTok, but I ain't trying to make all these dumb TikToks. I'm just DJ Michael Miguel posting Tiki-talky. DJ shits. Um, but yeah. talk to me. Talk to you, Rue. Talk to me. You the know, Rue Kage. Isn't it just, just Rue Kage everywhere? R H K A G E. Everyone calls me Rue Cage. I went on Twitch the other day. Someone called me Rue Cage when I subscribed to them. So, I was like, okay. I mean, it's fine. So, I understand. Right. But whatever. Anyways. Don't oh wait, I will say this. Don't yeah. be afraid to try something new. Ever. Um, don't stay stagnant. No. Always learn. That's you, last that's last shit I'm saying. All I'm right. Done. All right, cool. We'll see y'all next week. Have a good one. Or maybe whenever we po- whenever we post this shit. <laughs> I don't wanna I don't wanna say promises here, but love y'all. Have a good one.